WDBM East Lansing. Bringing you sports from NBA to NHL to NFL and more. But more importantly, bringing you the full rundown on MSU Spartan Sports. We cover it all. Get us on the phone at 432-3893. And now, the Spartan Sports Wrap on Impact Exposure. Welcome into the basement. It is Monday night. That can only mean one thing. You're in the house with Dan Duggar, Ray Mara, Meezy Mara. What up? Jamal Spencer. What's good? X's are what's good, as in Plax Eco. Yes, I did pick the Patriots. We'll talk Super Bowl, but Pavel's in the house as well. How you doing? Uh, one voice that is not here and has not been here for a while, Brigitte. She will be back next week. She promises me in a text message how impersonal communication has gotten through the years. A text message. Sorry, I can't make it to the show tonight. I promise I'll be there next week. So, fellas, Brigitte will be back in the house next Monday night. As we are always, Monday night, 7 to 8 p.m. right here on Exposure Radio. Don't forget, if you miss a show, you want to catch our archive, impact89fm.org. Simply select the podcast logo on the front page, takes you to all the shows, and simply select the Spartan Sports Wrap, and you can see all our shows going year over a year back. It's incredible. Our email address, put it out there early. Please use it often, wdbmsports at gmail.com. Dot com. Our phone number off the top, phone lines wide open all hour, but I do have some Coach Izzo for you, and I've got some Plaxico Burris as well. Uh, 517-432-3893. Also, some more business to take care of. Michigan State and Michigan play later this month in hockey. I believe it's on the 26th of February at the Joe. I'm getting the exact date quickly here as I, as I look it up. But we look at what the impact is doing for you. We have a ton of tickets to give away to Michigan, Michigan State Hockey, coming up at the Joe later later this month. Here's how it's going to work. The 23rd, pardon me, at the Joe. 23rd against Michigan, 7.05 p.m. at the Joe. So Michigan, Michigan State, here's the deal. The top five on the impact daily, weekdays, February 11th through the 20th. We'll get, we're giving a pair of tickets away every weekday. The February 11th through the 20th, two pair every day to the Michigan-Michigan State hockey game. Oh, but wait, there's more. Michigan-Michigan State hockey. For you Spartan Sports Rat fans, we are giving away two sets of two tickets Next Monday on this very show, and how how should we go about giving them away, Jamal? Should we go like uh, caller number? Should we have, spit some trivia? Get our fans; they'll have a week to prepare. I, I say trivia is a good deal. Trivia is a good deal. Have them call in and give us an answer. Yeah, we're we're gonna do trivia next week, and it, it's going to be about hockey. So guess what? Pavel's gonna come up with the trivia <laughs> questions. <laughs> but two, we're giving away a total of four tickets next week. Two sets of two. We'll have two trivia questions. Whoever can get it right, uh, we'll, they'll be next Monday for Michigan-Michigan State Hockey. I know we haven't done a promotion or giveaway in a while. Uh, the Red Wing staff was gracious enough, Joe Lewis Arena staff, to give us some tickets. So don't forget, Michigan-Michigan State at the Joe. It should be heated. We took three out of four points against them uh, just a few weekends ago. So let's not forget that. So we'll be giving away tickets for ice hockey next Monday night. 517-432-3893 is the number. Hot off the top. Tigers. Hot stove is hot. They extend the contract of center fielder Curtis Granderson. Fellas, your thoughts? A no-brainer to me with Cameron Mabin gone. Yeah, I think it's a great great deal for the Tigers. I mean, they got him for five next five years, so he'll be tied up for until 2013. But, uh, yeah, he's a great, you know, great leader, good, good in the community, and... Uh, he should be the face of the Tigers for the next five years, at least. And you look at what did did you think the Tigers came to a realization that they said, you know, Cameron Maybin may be may be very good, may have a very great, may have very great upside, but we've got a great center fielder in Curtis Granderson. Do you think it was kind of like they had two great ones? Why not trade one and get a, a, a amazing dual trade with Florida? I think uh, I think the fact that Chris or Maybin was kind of unproven at the time, and Curtis Granderson is you know. 
you know, he's going to be, you know, an all-star pretty, pretty soon. But, you know, I just think it's a great deal for the Tigers. You look at Granderson's career with the Tigers, 373 games. Uh, he's hitting 280. Uh, 232 runs scored, 76 doubles, 36 triples, 50 home runs, 162 RBIs. He can definitely get it done, and he's got the speed. Fellas, your thoughts on Curtis Granderson getting extended as a Tiger? It's a no-brainer to me. I mean, since 06, he's got the most triples out of anybody in the American League, so he can fly on the base pass. But what I like most about it is most of the Tigers, as good as they look on paper, are on the wrong side of 30. So now you lock up a guy who's in his late 20s. I think he's only 26, 27, relatively young. So you know they're going to have him for a long time, which is a big thing. You got to have young talent in there to go with some vets. So, like you said, no brainer, great move. He's the most prolific triples hitter in the game. You know, I thought Carl, Carl Crawford from the Double Rays was, but now he is, and it's always nice. His stock is rising, so they locked him up at a good time before his stock got way too high, and they couldn't sign him. And uh, it's really always nice when you can lead off a game with a triple, and you're already on third with no outs for your second for your second hitter. Absolutely, we look at. The general managers in Detroit, Dombrowski with the Tigers, Joe Dumars in Auburn Hills with the Pistons. Uh, which general manager is superior at this time? Ooh. Dave Dombrowski of the Tigers hard. or Joe Dumars with the Pistons? Your thoughts, 517-432-3893 is the number alongside Ray Mara, Pavel Kaufman, and Mr. ABC himself, Jamal Spencer. You can see his shining face. <laughs> Uh, usually at least three or four times a week on uh, ABC Sports here in Lansing, uh, he's a dual threat. He can he spits on the radio. He he gets on in front of the uh, in front of the camera. Also, speaking of cameras, uh, we're talking sex tapes later this hour. <laughs> I am not I am not lying, fellas. You got the itinerary in front of you. Don't give it away. We're talking sex tapes and Reggie Bush later this hour. Also, we'll talk Michigan State hockey. Yes, we have tickets to give away next Monday. We'll have some trivia. And there'll be tickets given away February 11th through the 20th every day right here on the Impact's Top 5. And as always, we'll talk Michigan State basketball. A tough loss. And as always, there is a silver lining. And so we will talk that at the end of the show. Football signing day is Wednesday. Who do the Spartans have verbally committed? Does a verbal commit really matter? And where does Terrell Pryor go? That's all coming Tonight on the Spartan Sports Rep. First things first, Super Bowl 42. Upset City. And here is why the Giants are Super Bowl champions. 39 seconds left. Aside from Joe Buck giving me eight seconds of silence and cannot give me a play description, <laughs> tremendous, tremendous play by Plaxico Burris. Could I have gotten maybe uh, Manning in the shotgun, Burris split left? <laughs> who's, in, who's in the game? F- what fakes, defense? Burris fakes the slant, quarter, quarter out, end zone? No. Pause, ten seconds. Maybe, he's, maybe he was coughing. He hit the cough button in the play-by-play booth. But you're a... Wow, unbelievable. Can I get some description? 35 seconds left. Pause. It's like, what was it, Jim Rome? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to let you soak up the ambiance. Listen to this crowd. You're not yeah. the game, but feel it anyway. Truck, pump up the crowd noise. <laughs> right. <laughs> but first off, I have to admit, I was wrong. I did pick the Patriots. I did say, give Bill Belichick two weeks, and he and he will have the New York Giants figured out. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, I was wrong. But don't get it twisted. I, I have love for Plaxico, and I wanted to see him win. We have been showing love to Plaxico the last few weeks. If you are a regular listener, we've been playing clips of Mr. Burris for the past few weeks because he has been putting himself into limelight, been playing well, and he's now a prophet. Put him in the Bible. (laughs) Plaxico Burris uh, catches the game-winning touchdown in Super Bowl Forty Two, And where did he go to school? Yes, right here in East Lansing. Plaxico, tonight we congratulate you, Mr. Touchdown, catching champion, <laughs> you men of genius, you. Uh, but what was the difference in the game, fellas? Was it the Giants' defensive front pass rush, subpar performance from Brady, lack of execution on the Patriots' end? What was the difference? It had to be that Giants' pass rush. I mean, uh, during the whole first quarter, first half, you go into halftime to score 7-3, to three, 
you have to be looking at the Giants going, they got a chance. If they can stay close, they'll make it happen. And the whole second half, they were in Brady's face. He had no time to throw. Even when he got rid of the ball, he was on his back. He was taking hits. That pass rush did a great job for the Giants. Yeah, Tom Brady never lost his cool all 18 games, you know, 18-0. He never lost his cool in the pocket. He was confident. He knew where he was going with the ball. And he just did not look like he was comfortable all game. And you got to give credit to the Giants' defensive line. If you could give an MVP to the Giants' defensive line, you should have. Because Michael Strahan, Justin Tuck, Umanura, they all played well. They all got their hands up on the ball every time they were in a screen. So I'm happy for Strahan, too. I mean, gap tooth and all. <laughs> get you know us us gap two people we stay together you, you know good for you way to get the ring but I, I'm who are you more happy for the Patriots I mean you guys picked the Giants so are you more happy to see the likes of Plaxico and Strahan getting a ring or the Patriots perfect season smoldering in front of your eyes it was tough I mean I love it when any Spartan had success on any level so yeah even when Plax had the guarantee people say it was wrong he proved himself so I'm happy for Plax but. I'm not going to lie. If he wasn't playing, if there were no Spartans involved, I might have picked the Patriots. I kind of did want to see them go undefeated because it's never been done. Who are we to not want to see history be made? But 18-1 and is a great record on paper, but when that one loss is in the Super Bowl, the 18 mean nothing, you know? Well, New York came to play. Their defense obviously was the deciding factor. I would agree. But Ahmad Bradshaw, he had, what a spectacular story he is. He had as many rushing yards as the whole New England Patriots offense had. and Tom Brady, average, 29-48, 266, a TD, no picks. Eli Manning, he didn't have that spectacular of a game, but he he did it when it counted. Two touchdown passes in the fourth quarter, albeit David Tyree. What do they say in hockey when a goalie plays well? He's, he was doing what? Standing on his head? Shoot. Literally. David Tyree was catching rocks on his head is what he was doing. That's one of the greatest plays I've ever seen. Absolutely. How do you do that? How do you hold one paw on the top of of your dome with the ball there and then try Unbelievable. It reminds me of last year's uh, play of the year in college football. The Alabama receiver catches it off the back of the the defender. Tyrone Prothrow. Yeah. How about Eli having four people hold him and still getting out, not getting sacked? Play the game. Yep. Hands down. That's how legends are born, man. Ooh, you just set yourself up. So Eli, <laughs> Eli Manning on his path to stardom? Yep. I did, mean, uh, did Eli win an MVP before Peyton? Did Peyton win the MVP last year? I don't know. Was it a die or was it Peyton? It was Peyton. Was Ooh. it Peyton? Okay. Was well, it? Back, back-to-back Manning buzz? I want to know if Eli's dad, what's his name? Archie. Archie, Archie. needs to open up a sperm, a sperm doing bank <laughs> and have a whole bunch of babies run around and be quarterbacks or something. This dude's got the greatest genes ever. What happened to the oldest son? Is he like an accountant or something? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, 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 he's like saw, a manager. I saw a feature on, on CNN about him. He's like Cooper Manning. He's, like, <laughs> he's got to be a disappointment. No, he was, uh, no, he was uh, in the, according to the story on CNN, the oldest brother, Cooper, who's two years Eli's senior, was a wide receiver who caught passes from Peyton in high school, but had a full-ride scholarship to Ole Miss and had something wrong with his back, like spine, something wrong with his spine. He had to stop playing, health issues. Wow, I didn't hmm. know that. Now so, you feel bad, don't you, Ray? Yeah. Oh, I mean, hey. <laughs> you, you punk? I thought you were just like the <laughs> unathletic You don't know the whole story. <laughs> What's wrong with you? What's up there? Shallow. Shallow. Cold-blooded. <laughs> it's all right, though. We forgive you, Ray. Plaxico, we've been showing him him love on this show because he is a Spartan dog. He's a former MSU. He's an MSU grad. Is he more relieved, or is he feeling like a prophet today? Is he more relieved, like, whew, thank you for winning that game, or is he like, told you so? I think definitely because he caught the touchdown pass that won the game, he feels like a prophet. And I had some, some fluke play happen, and they won. He would have been relieved, but he basically single-handedly won that game for them by catching that touchdown pass. Well, hey, m- miraculously, I was at the Super Bowl last night and uh, caught up with Plaxico after the game. Here's what Mr. Plaxico Burris had to say. You know, they was basically double-teaming me all night, you know, playing a man press, you know, playing, a guy over, uh, playing a guy over the top. And, you know, we were just waiting for that one time where, where we could get him over there in single coverage. I just gave him a I just gave him a slant move. He bit it. He like, put it up there and we came down with it, man. And I just told myself, God, if you could just get me out here tonight based on what I've been through all year with the, with the knee and the ankle and the back, just everything, man. You know, I'm just so grateful for the opportunity. 
And, you know, I just told myself if I could come out here tonight and compete, I would give God all the glory. That was wide receiver Blacksco Burris, now Super Bowl champion, uh, catches two passes, but one of them for a touchdown, deciding the game. Game-winning TD for Plaxico Burris. You, you missed the part where he was crying. Down tape. <laughs> you, you, I mean, you're out here trying to make athletes cry. I mean, uh, I'm talking about a, 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 a guy with a bad spine. How dare you, Ray? I mean, what? Uh, what's? <laughs> what's like I knew. Five one seven four three two three eight nine three. The email address. Your thoughts on Super Bowl forty two. WDBM Sports at gmail.com. The greatest upset of our generation. Us, what are we? Why? Generation Y? Last 20 years. This has to be the greatest upset in sports. Yep. No, it's. I don't even think we need to go and debate. I'm sure it's been debated for the last six hours on ESPN, the family of networks. So we don't even need to go there. But the Spartan Plaxico beats Wolverine Brady. Chalk one up for the good guys? Yeah, about time. Especially in the league. We don't get any success in the league. It's good to see, though. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm sure uh, I'm sure if the Patriots had won, Detroit media outlets are plastering their papers with, you know, Brady the best ever, question mark, you know. But no, 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 no. It was a Spartan who had the sure hands in the corner of the end zone with 35 seconds left. God bless him for that. <laughs> I was so, I mean, yes, I picked the Patriots, but to see Plaques go out and predict, that's cocky, I like that. That's a little swagger. Mm-hmm. I like that. I mean, the way he backed it up with the Prada glasses, the backwards hat, and the, and the diamond studs, he's balling. He said, you know, we're not coming down here to lose. Exactly. I like that swagger. And guess what? They won, and he caught the game when he touched out. And here's that prediction. He said, we're going to win 24-17. Tom Brady's like, we're only going to score 17 points? They didn't even get that. They only got 14. So, yeah, I think uh, plus one for Plax. I think Plaxico's teammates were a little upset that Plaxico gave the New England Patriots that many points. Come on. Right. They're only going to score 14 against us. We're going to pass rush the heck out of Brady, knock him down a million times, yeah. sack him a million times. I, what was... uh. Final, uh, Brady fumbled, lost a fumble. Uh, we look at sacks for New York. Five sacks against Brady. That offensive line could not protect Brady for the mm-hmm. life of them. But even when Tom Brady got the ball off, he got smacked as soon as he let it go. So, you know, it's not even the sacks that speak words because Brady was on the ground after every pass. It was unbelievable, too. This was like the most people who watched the Super Bowl ever. Like, was it 97,000? Yep, 97 million. million. <laughs> and the biggest letdown with commercials. I'm struggling. Yeah, we'll get to the commercials in a minute. Uh, actually, we'll, how about we get there? Let's go right now. Super Bowl ads. Fellas, let's not forget, we're nonprofits, so we can't say it was a good or a bad ad, but we can say which were our favorites. So how about this? I'm with Bud Light. <laughs> the Bud Light commercial. That was one of my favorites, the Bud Light commercial. And uh, the Doritos one where the was it the mouse jumps through the wall <laughs> in the mouse suit where the guy's waiting outside of the, uh, the little hole and he just busts through the wall. It was, it was the stain on the guy's pants. I forget it was like a Tide commercial. Yeah, it was a Tide stain. And, like, the boss keeps looking at the guy's stain like, man, you know, or whatever. But And then it was uh, one with a baby. I thought the one with the baby talking was kind the of The E-Train, yeah. Yeah, otherwise, lackluster, I'd say, for the Super Bowl commercials. Life I've water. seen better. One of my favorites of all time were, was, oh, the lizards? The thriller, yeah. That wasn't bad either. Those were the three I wrote yeah. down, actually. I was, with Ray, I was with Ray. Ray, great party you threw yesterday you. for the Thank Super Bowl. Thank you. I have to applaud Ray. The food was great, adult beverages, everything, the whole nine. <laughs> yeah. you, you, did it, you did it right. Thank you. You did it right. I'm proud of you. We tried, we tried to impress you. Hey, I appreciate that, right? Way to be, that's, that's hospitality at its finest. Uh, but one of the greatest Super Bowl commercials I really liked was Tabasco. Uh, it was a guy sitting on his porch. He had a slice of pizza, and he loaded it up with Tabasco, and he, and he ate it. And then a, a mosquito came in and, and, <laughs> and drew blood. And then as, he, as a mosquito flew off, he blew up. And, <laughs> that, was, that was like in, in middle school. Oh, my gosh. That was like seventh grade. Mr. Cook's class. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but that, that's it. Boot Lights was uh, perhaps my favorite. about pin. the Victoria's Secret one? The foreshadowing of, like, hey, the game is about to be over. Let's go to the bedroom next. <laughs> right. like, is, isn't that what the, what the scroll said? It was like, the game's going to be over soon. I'm Was it Heidi Klum? Who was it? 
No, was it Adriana Lima? I, I mean, I don't spend time perusing the the, the <laughs> pages of, of FHM or the, or the or the quarterly Victoria's Secret catalogs. No, that's not me. But I mean, I think it was Adriana Lima. One of the Ray had some female what? friends there too watching the Super Bowl, which is always acceptable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, you uh, one of the girls there said I believe it was Adriana Lima, and it was like scrolling across across TV. It's like the Super Bowl is going to be over soon. And you know what time it is. <laughs> so perhaps for a, a man, maybe a, a, a straight man, you, maybe that's right up your alley. Maybe that was your favorite <laughs> straight man. <laughs> maybe, that was, maybe that was your favorite commercial. But call us up. What you thought of the Super Bowl, your favorite commercials, 517-432-3893. But with the Super Bowl comes fiestas, parties. And, you know... Playboy will go out there, throw their party. You know, Maxim Magazine has their party. Snoop. You know. Uh, Ray Mara. Yeah, my uh, elite, <laughs> <laughs> elite party. Yeah, so, you know, chalk Ray Mara up there. You, did, you It was going down. It was, yeah. it was popping. Popping the crystal. Yeah, we had a little goose flowing. <laughs> a little Patron. It was, cra- was crack-a-lacking. Uh, but our number, if you'd like to chime in, 517-432-3893. How about this? What made your Super Bowl party great? Was it a Patriots loss? Was it the food? What was it? 517-432-3893. Also, email if you don't want to call. WDBMSports at gmail.com. How about this? So Wednesday night in Phoenix, yeah. Reggie Bush and Kim Kardashian, they're dating. Former Heisman Trophy winner Reggie Bush, for the time being. (laughs) (laughs) Ongoing investigation to how his parents lived into a quarter-million-dollar house and how he got this jewelry and that bread and whatever. Mm -hmm. That Skrilla, that paper, whatever (laughs) you want to call money. Uh, His girlfriend, Kim Kardashian, they together, they're pronounced boyfriend and girlfriend, that, you know, it's it's not tabloids. They have said, yes, we are together. They hosted a Super Bowl, a pre-Super Bowl party Wednesday night in Phoenix. <laughs> Jamal's laughing. Why do we know who Kim Kardashian is aside from her TV show Keeping Up with the Kardashians? Playboy. And what? She made a sex tape yeah, with Brandy's little brother. Ray J. <laughs> <laughs> this is Reggie Bush's girlfriend. These are not this is not we're not the Enquirer. This is Spartan Sports Rap. We're on every Monday night, seven to eight PM. We're not trying to be tabloids, but a publicized sex tape, not just some discreet, you know, Paris Hilton green... (laughs) Green blob? No, no, no. This is a a professional (laughs) sex tape, and what was it, according what they made, like a million dollars each, Ray J and her split, you know, it's it's publicized, she knows it's out there, she agreed to make it. But here's the deal, Reggie Bush dates her nonetheless, would you date a woman who made a publicized sex tape with a man that is not you. Depends on how good she was in the video. I mean... <laughs> I mean, hey, she's good. Hey, I'm next. Sign me up. Where can I sign up? Chabal's keep, Chabal keeps it real. Five, no comment. 517-432-3893. Whatever you think, this is related to sports and this is le- legal to talk about on this show. It's out there. What are your views? Um, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. I will say this, and I'm allowed to. Kim Kardashian is an attractive woman, but I don't know. If, I don't know if she could be my girlfriend if she had a publicized sex tape with a man. That uh, no, well, I'm not. I'm stopping there. How do you explain that to your kids? <laughs> I mean, come on. Mom, I was on the internet. And, uh, famous, yeah, what's what's up with this? Who's this Ray J guy? What is that? He's Red, an uncle. Of, of all people. Like, right. It's not like it's somebody like rich and famous. You know, it's, it's Brandy's it's brother. Brandy's a little brother. Man. Wow. Um, so th- this is uh, <laughs> this is where I go next with this. Uh, please don't take this the wrong way. You put this in the same box as marrying a former stripper or buying a rental car. Jamal, why would I say that? Let's go. We won't touch on the marrying a stripper thing. How about... There's a great school thought. Colin Coward, ESPN Radio. You don't marry a stripper. You date the stripper. But here we, <laughs> here we go. Buying a rental car. Why, why wouldn't I buy a rental car? We're not talking about rental car companies or whatever. Here's why. What do you do when you, buy a re- when, you, when you rent a rental car? How do you drive? 
like crazy. Fast, you peel out, you don't care. It's not your car. It's not yours. You give it back in two days. As long as you paid the, whatever amount to get the insurance on it, you're good to go. You drive like crazy. You have no concern for brakes, for anything. And then there's, you know, that friend <laughs> who, who went to the car auction and said, you know what, I picked up this uh, this rent, this former rental car for, for on the cheap. On the cheap, I got this rental car. And then uh, two months down the road, uh, you know, alternator's gone, transmission's out. It blows up. Yeah. Nice lemon you got because <laughs> you bought a rental car. Beat it up. <laughs> Beat up. <laughs> Ray can't even talk. What would you do when you when you rent a rental car? What do you do? Ray writes it down on paper and says, beat it up. Because <laughs> he, he can't talk. Spoken by big fans. Right. 517-432-432. 3893 is the number. Don't forget, next Monday, we're giving away two sets of tickets, so total of four, to Michigan, Michigan State Hockey, February the 23rd at the Joe in Detroit. So next Monday, free tickets. All you got to do is listen to our show and answer Pavel's chosen trivia question correctly, and you will be a winner. So next Monday, be sure to listen. Don't forget, the 11th through the 20th of this month, the weekday top five, right here on the Impact. We're giving away two tickets each day for, I believe it's for knowing the top five. So pay attention to the Impact. Listen to Impact 89, 88.9 FM. Weekdays, the 11th through the 20th, and you can score some free tickets to the Michigan-Michigan State game at the Joe in Detroit. We got plenty to give away if we're obviously giving away, giving them away for nine, ten days. We got plenty of tickets, so be sure to listen. And next Monday... Mark it down on your calendars. Seven to eight, two sets of tickets, Spartans, Wolverines at the Joe. Don't forget, as well, Saturday nights, 8 to 11, the critic and Jay Young the General on the cultural vibe. Looking for hip-hop, there's where you find it. Basically, commercial-free, minus the PSAs. So, you don't want to hear... It's great. The Impact, we're commercial-free. This is the only hour of sports talk in the Greater Lansing area where you can find commercial-free sports coverage. And yes, we do mix in some entertainment as well. And uh, is that the quote of the year, Ray? What, uh, that what Jamal said when I said, "Would you, <laughs> would you date a woman who made a publicized sex tape with a man that is not you?" As in what Reggie Bush is doing right now. Yes, Kim Kardashian is hot, but Reggie Bush is dating a woman who made a sex tape public, public, publicly. You know, this is not discreet. She made her money off of it, and now she's Reggie Bush's boo. <laughs> and, J- and Jamal goes, well, it depends on how she did in the video. How well does she perform in this movie here? I mean, we're we talking uh, Academy Awards or, you know, not. And so we funneled that to the box. You know, last, uh, last year we had the soft box. You know, you know, soft athletes, whatever, we put in the soft box. Mm-hmm. And uh, now will you open this box? You put this situation in the, in the box of uh, marrying a stripper or buying a rental car. Too many miles on both of them. There, <laughs> there it is. So Reggie Bush and Kim Kardashian, what an interesting couple that is there. But they hosted. Why I bring this up? It's related to sports. Yes, they hosted a Super Bowl party Wednesday night in Phoenix, and it just so happens that she had made a sex tape with a man that is not Reggie Bush, but he apparently is in love with her, and vice versa. So good for Reggie and great for Kim. So there it is, and all she is famous for is what her dad was a successful lawyer, and she's attractive. I, I know, maybe that's why she's famous because she's attractive. Cause I don't know. Who there she is. it is. Buy a rental car, marry a stripper. There it is. Five one seven four three two thirty eight ninety three. Hopefully, we're providing some humor to what is a drizzly day here in East Lansing. Uh, but hopefully, it, I looked at weather at the weather forecast. Uh, we're not dipping into the teens at all for a while. Um, so slowly, slowly but surely, the, the weather increasing, and I'm, I'm excited about that. Moving our way towards spring, then. Oh, can't wait. Ha- hey, baseball, too. We're going to get some baseball guys, Michigan State baseball guys, on the on the show in the coming weeks as the season approaches. Talk about what we can expect from Spartan baseball this year. Uh, catcher Kyle Kunkel is going to join us. Should be. Should, should be interesting. Should be interesting. Uh, but, yes, Michigan State baseball coverage coming up in the weeks to come. As well as there may be an outside chance. An outside chance, I will say this, that the Impact, yes, the Impact, will have some baseball games on the radio. Perhaps, perhaps 
It's floating around. We're trying to make it happen. Uh, but if you'd like to see the Impact cover Spartan Baseball, uh, shoot me an email. WDBMSports at gmail.com. We're, we're just brains, we're in the brainstorming phase right now. You try to do the play-by-play for that, Dan? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I'm gonna try to do, we're trying to do the Michigan series. It's a it's it's the biggest series of our season. True. We're trying to do the Michigan series when it's uh, here in East Lansing. It'd be three games. You know, we're trying to do a little special coverage bit. Uh, but your thoughts: five one seven four three two thirty eight ninety three. Uh, areas we've touched on. If you're just now joining us, Tigers extend the contract of Curtis Granderson for five years. Uh, the Super Bowl, yes, the Giants won. Plaxico Burris, former Spartan, winning touchdown catch. Uh, Reggie Bush and girlfriend Kim Kardashian hosted a Super Bowl party Wednesday night in Phoenix. Kim Kardashian, most famous for publicizing a sex tape that she made with Ray J. Reggie Bush, most famous for winning the Heisman and now dating the woman who made a sex tape with, with Ray, Ray J. J. <laughs> um, put that in the box of marrying a stripper or in buying a rental car. Next on the agenda, boys. And next week we'll have girl here as well. Uh, Brigitte will be back next week, so it's not just an all boys club. Don't worry there. Brigitte back next week. She's been having these. She just took the LSAT Saturday. She's leaps and bounds ahead of us academically. <laughs> <laughs> She's busy at some review sessions. So bless her heart. Uh, MSU hockey split with Nebraska Omaha. Lost in overtime Friday five to four. Rebound to win four to two in a matinee game Saturday. Uh, Pavel, your thoughts? A little disappointing to see the Spartans stumble. Yeah, I mean, they lost in overtime on Friday, but then they picked up and uh, came back pretty strong with the Lurg family leading the way on Saturday, so I like that. You know, Brian, Jeff Lurg in goal, Brian Lurg in two goals. It was nice to see, and they're keeping pace. You know, they got 31 points, they're third in the CCHA, and number one has three, four points, Miami. So we're not that far behind, we're within reaching distance. Uh, what, was the, what was the reason for the loss Friday? Oh, I don't know. I didn't see the game, actually. Hey, we, we, uh, we won't lie. The other team scored more. <laughs> uh, there it is. Uh, but uh, moving ahead, what's our shots of winning the CCHA? As, as good as any, I think. I mean, hands down, if you don't get in the regular season, like you said, we're only two, three, four points behind the leader. That's something you can easily make up. Say we get Miami a couple more times this year, you know, maybe once, and we're definitely going to see them in the tournament. You know, you can win this thing in the regular season, just like with the basketball team. If you don't get them in the regular season, you can still win the CCHA title in the show. Yeah, for basketball, obviously, it'd be the Big Ten tournament in Indianapolis this year. Uh, but football, back on our minds. There's two seasons, right? Football season and then waiting for football season. <laughs> so there it is. Football signing day is Wednesday, Wednesday. 4 p.m. there'll be a press conference here on campus. Coverage next Monday. We'll tell you who signed, who didn't. And we know last year we had the kid who decommitted at the last minute went to Iowa. Mm-hmm. So... These verbal commits, yes, they'll, they say one thing, but until the facts comes through with the with the signatures, it's not official. But how excited slash interested? I'm more interested in just seeing how it plays out, but I'm not very excited for signing day. I'm just interested to see how it all plays out. That's how you guys are feeling? Yeah, I really like the guys that we're bringing in. I think Mark Antonio is bringing in the right kind of guys, the really good character guys. We're not bringing in guys that you know will be on the uh, crime report or in the police office. Um, I really like Fred Smith. I want to see what he does next year, wide receiver. I think with Devin Thomas leaving, it might open up a spot for him to compete, get some playing time. And we know it's becoming increasingly popular to see younger players produce on the football field. True freshman. Mark Dell. We, we look at Mark Dell, and even looking, I mean, they, they, they throw the ball 100,000 times a game, but look at Texas Tech and Crabtree. Yeah. What, what he did. All-American as a freshman. What he was, the he won the, what award is that? Wide receiver. Um, Blitnikoff Award winner. As a freshman. Mike Crabtree. You can produce as a true freshman, and um, like you said, Fred is one of our highest rated verbal commits. You know, we'll see if it comes through. You know, nothing's guaranteed, but I'm assuming... He comes to Michigan State. But it does look like we're, it's shaping up nicely, a nice recruiting class. Uh, how about Terrell Pryor? All this talk of Terrell Pryor, um, all the stalking that the Detroit media did to take pictures of this guy at basketball games when he visited Michigan, this, that, the other. Are you interested to see where Terrell Pryor goes? For one reason. I could care less if he you know, goes to Michigan or Oregon, whatever. If Terrell Pryor goes to Ohio State after all of this, 
and ends up beating Michigan four times and taking wins a national championship. I think that would be beautiful because Michigan fans look at this guy as the Messiah. They think Terrell Pryor is going to make them the best team in the land. You know how Michigan fans think. We're always going to be the best. we got to be number one. If Terrell Pryor goes anywhere other than Michigan, I'm going to love it. Yeah, I, I, I'm more interested in seeing if uh, we sign Ingram and Perry than Terrell Pryor. Yeah, that, it's going to be an interesting situation how that plays out. Uh, apparently, uh, Perry had a nice visit to USC. Ouch. How could you not? I mean, come well, on. Perry had Pete, Pete Carroll in house last week, last Tuesday. Rich Rodriguez has been there, and you know, we hear from Miami, Florida. They've been visiting him, and where's MSU? Where's where, where's their final he, push? He took his he took his visit in December. So he he made an he early was, visit. We made an early push for him, but where's our last minute late the, push? The, here? the thing we have going for us is that he's made it very public. Him and his you know families. He wants to stay close to home. You can't get any further than Miami and USC. I mean, I know those two schools have prestige, and you know you got a chance to win. But if you want to stay close to home, I I don't see him going to USC. That doesn't mean he's not. Who am I? And I'm not his father or anything. I don't know. I'm just saying, I I think those Michigan State, even though they haven't made that late push, they got a chance to land in them. Nick Perry, if he goes to USC, he's just going to be one of another, you know, best player in the state going there. He's going to be among Ronald Johnson, the best in the camp face in California. The crowd. Another face in the crowd. He goes to Michigan State. He's a star. The man. Star. He Pavel emphasizes it with the fist pound. I'm sure, I, I can hear it in my headphones. <laughs> emphasizing that Nick Perry would just be. I, I feel you on that. I feel you right. Yeah, I read somewhere. Uh, I think Fred Smith played against him, and uh, he's actually trying to talk him into coming to state. So hopefully, he has some influence on that. That would be nice. But Wednesday, we will know for sure. Those gentlemen who would like to commit signaturally. On the first day, they are available. I believe like they can go all the way to July and not sign. Oh, yeah, there's definitely a delay. I actually read an article today talking about Terrell Pryor may delay the inevitable just to, you know, he enjoys the attention or whatever. He may take more visits to Penn State or wherever else he thinks about going, you know. They can take as much time as they want up until, I think, you know, like July or sometime in the summer. How about this? Uh, were you guys here the show we talked about, The Winter Apparel? Mm-hmm. Okay. Got in shorts. Oh. <laughs> the, uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> Oh yes, there were. The, apparently, East Lansing didn't get my message um, to, to, to hang up to hang up the Huffy and the Schwinn when it's when it's snowing slash flushing. Yeah, I rode behind this guy. This guy had to, has to ride his bike in the road. Right. This is a different story than I told a couple weeks ago. Okay, this guy's riding his bike down the road. Extreme, like the X Games are in East Lansing. Okay, and uh, he's riding his bike down the road. And then he gets he gets to the sidewalk, and what does he have to do? Because the sidewalk's covered, so he has to carry his bike. So he carries his bike. I'm watching this guy. He's going like a block carrying it. What's the point? <laughs> Hang up the helmet. Put the huffy on chill for a couple months while the snow melts and passes. But it's unbelievable the extreme bikers. Then you see him knocking, like falling down, and it just that's always pretty comical though. Yeah, <laughs> Ray is so shallow. Dude. His comments tonight, he doesn't care about the. You're gonna the, tell me you don't laugh at that. <laughs> <laughs> but he, but here's the deal. I, I was reading the state news today. Uh, in the comics, I read the comic that there's one uh, frame that's done by a Michigan State student. I don't know if you guys noticed this in the comic. He always writes one. It's always related to East Lansing. And uh, you know, a few weeks ago, it was like a uh, building with a you know new restaurant coming soon, and it was like, what is it going to be like? Uh, a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> but today was awesome. He must have listened to my show. Because here's what he said. It was a picture of a bundled up man, you know, scarf, hat, gloves, and then a female, clearly, next to him, with the Ugg boots, the skirt, and the, the, the coat. The black stockings. Yep. Or the it, black, yep. You know. And it said, uh, you know, on the left, above the, the male, dressed warmly, it said, you know, dress for winter. And then oh, something said something uh, over the woman, like, dressed to look good or, you know. And then I said, yeah, I'm glad you listened to the Spartan Sports Rap. <laughs> because, you know, the most commercialized outfit I've seen in the last three years is that. Oh, I went back and we listened. I listened to the uh, show where you started talking about members-only jackets and, <laughs> and, and Jordache jeans. <laughs> is there anything more 80s than that? Uh-huh. Our our email address wdbmsports at gmail dot com. Our number five one seven four three two thirty eight ninety three. There's actually a guy who called during that show 
It was like, why are you hating on members? <laughs> right. Why are you hating on members only jackets? <laughs> What's wrong with Jordash? It's all right. You're the same guy that wears the suit with the with the <laughs> patches on the elbow, the corduroy patches on the elbow. He still like rolls up his uh, suits jackets. You know, he wears a suit and rolls up the sleeves <laughs> up past his elbow, like Miami Vice. Or, or how, I don't know. The wing wingtips are wingtips are okay. That's kind of old school. Right. Then there's the old guys who wear the the rubber covers over their wingtips. <laughs> the penny loafers with the actual pennies in them. That's kind of baller though. That, <laughs> hey, that's kind of that's, that's cocky. That's, that's kind of <laughs> cocky. The penny loafers with you guys ever do that? I mean, obviously when you were a kid. At some point in time, yeah. Pavel, yeah. you just never wear dress shoes or what? <laughs> I, I, I don't remember. I, just don't, I don't think I ever did that. I, Ray, were you, were you a penny loafer kid? I have no idea. I don't remember. It's yeah. deep in history. <laughs> it's a long, long time. 22. <laughs> when you, when's your birthday, bro? It's coming up in two weeks. 17th. Is oh. it a, what oh. day of the week? Are we going to be celebrating in the basement or what, bro? S- Sunday. A su- oh, we can talk about it on a Monday. See, what we, <laughs> see, see how we celebrate Ray's birthday. Here, how about this? We need some advice. What should Ray do for his 22nd birthday? Mm. <laughs> WDBMSports at gmail.com or 517-432-3893. Uh, he'll be 22, single, um, <laughs> Italian. <laughs> Italian. Uh, he's got the constant 5 o'clock shadow because uh, of the aforementioned ethnicity. <laughs> former bodybuilder. <laughs> former. Former. It was like sixth grade. He was doing push-ups. That's it. Don't... Yeah, good for you. Were you? Did you get like the presidential physical fitness award? The 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 blue the blue ribbon, <laughs> the blue ribbon or the blue circle, the little patch. Was that you? Yeah, of course. You yeah. had to do like a like like a, a certain amount of pull ups in a certain amount of time, and the mile run and the shuttle run. Oh gosh, you had to do the sit ups in a minute. Elementary <laughs> elementary phys ed. That was those were the days. Joke dodgeball when, when you would when you would pull out the uh, the parachute and everyone. Would, <laughs> That was a great day. Everyone's happy. Everybody would get underneath the multicolored parachute. It was great. <laughs> Old uh, school. You're, you're listening to the Spartan Sports Wrap on Impact 89 FM. Uh, we're on every Monday, 7 to 8 p.m. Uh, don't forget, next Monday we're giving away uh, two sets of tickets to the Michigan-Michigan State hockey game at Joe Lewis Arena in Detroit. So be sure to listen next Monday and the 11th through the 20th. Uh, we'll be giving away a pair of tickets every day for the weekday top five. So be sure to listen to Impact 89 FM on those days if you want to score some tickets to Michigan, Michigan State hockey. I still can't believe Reggie Bush is dating Kim Kardashian. He needs something to do. I mean, is, is there going to be volume two or what? <laughs> Reggie? I don't know. Have you, has, has it ever happened with like a professional athlete? I mean, other than someone crazy like Dennis Rodman, but. Has like a professional athlete ever had something like that happen? Dennis Rodman really has one out there with himself. Dennis Rodman has one with like Carmen Electra, I think, or oh, something like that. Right? But dressed with the in the wedding dress. <laughs> <laughs> he did his own. Yeah, he did his own. Dennis Rodman and it's Dennis Rodman. Our email address. Moving <laughs> 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 on. WDBMSports at gmail dot com. Our phone lines five one seven four three two thirty eight ninety three. As we. Approach the quarter of the hour here, 7.45, almost here in East Lansing. Basketball, Michigan State loses at Penn State without Geary Claxton. Yes, it was a tough loss. Yes, there's multiple angles. You can dissect this one. Oh, but they shot 51 free throws, and we only got 21. They missed some big shots, though, too. Travis Wald and Chris Allen, they missed some open shots right in the end. But but they called so many fouls. Four, four Spartans fouled out. They all had five fouls, and the couple had four. If you watch the game, I'd love Michigan State basketball. Vested interest in the program. No way are we bashing the program. These are evident things that Coach Izzo himself will say publicly to the media. The freshmen need to pl- need to play defense better. Chris Allen exclusively needs to check somebody. Eventually, this is known. This is no no. Darrell Summers too. Um, yes, the freshmen need to check. I believe we may have underestimated their guard play. We dominated inside. Sutan had another quietly consistent game. Raymar Morgan played well. He can get a little flustered when he gets in foul trouble, in which you can you know point back to the officials. I I will say this: the 
the officiating was not good. It was consistently bad. Exactly. There it is. I believe there were almost an even number of fouls called between the two teams. Only difference is Michigan State was in the bonus. At it's the it's, when, it's when they occurred. We right. co- we compounded our fouls quickly, so therefore Penn State shot free throws in the bonus quickly and made man, some of them. They didn't make a basket. Penn State didn't make a basket like in the last four minutes of the game. There was all, all free, free throw. throws. Yep. It was all free throws. And you know what? It could have been a blowout. They were going to win by 25. They didn't make, you know. If they made 10, They missed like throws? 20 free throws right. of those 51. You're right. As I watched in the first half, there's a point where we uh, – Gained a six-point lead. And I said to myself, Wiley, you know, here we go. This is it, you know. We'll get a 10- to 12-point lead at the half, break it open in the second half. They can't hang with us without Geary Claxton. I was wrong. Penn State's played, you know, don't discredit Penn State. They played extremely well. Hit shots. They they executed. We couldn't check. Drew Knights will finish 2-10 from the field for six points. But, yikes. Penn State about, played hard for it. The silver lining was that Kalen Lucas had 18 and 7 assists off the bench. I got a proposal for you. We're going we're gonna to talk about Kalen Lucas in a second. Why not now? We'll, we'll get there in a second. Uh, and our three losses, we have shot 44 free throws, and our opponents have shot 111. But don't take the digits at face value, as you cannot for the Penn State game. We fouled excessively towards the end of that game. To put Penn State at the line, it's not like they were called in the flow of the game. They were intentional fouls. Penn State shoots more. I'd say 10 to 15 free throws of that 51 probably came in that end of the game scenario. So, with that being said, subtract that from the 51, and the disparity between the two teams is not so great. So let's not pin this loss on the free throw shooting. We're one of the best defensive teams in the conference. You look at what Michigan State has done throughout the year in holding teams. We look at our at our. We shoot the ball extremely well, but we hold opponents to thirty nine percent shooting, regardless of where we're at. All games, our scoring defense. We're we're only giving up sixty two points a game. We average seventy four. Penn State scored eighty five. They averaged in the high 50s. They scored 85. They had a coming out party. Taylor Battle, 17. What a name. Taylor Pringle. Battle. Pringle. Pringle just can't have one. <laughs> That's what he's... Pringle scored like 15 <laughs> points, and half of them were free throws. <laughs> pop it. Pop till you can't stop. Whatever the heck. You Pringle. see the guys in boxes, in the Pringles boxes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I caught that. That's kind of whack. <laughs> You'll never catch me dressed up as something I'm not at a basketball game. I'm sorry. I will say I'm too cool for that. <laughs> I'm not going to go to a sporting event dressed as like Leonidas from Sparta or something. No. I saw people at a Spartan guy, game dressed like bacon and afro, eggs. Got the afro at the Michigan State games all the time dressing as the. I was hey, I, 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 right I had class with that kid. His name's Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got it, you know, good for Mark, but I will, I will <laughs> not go to a game. It dressed up in an outfit. I might go, you know, some crispy jeans and a bun. That'd be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to be like bacon and eggs. That's a little excessive. But God bless them for doing that, though. Gotta love them. Gotta love the zone. They go hard. Uh, but we return, Michigan State does, to the court Saturday night, 7 p.m., I believe. Northwestern uh, beat them earlier this year. We should demolish them at the crib, where we haven't lost this year. We're still 19-3, and folks. And Coach Izzo stressed that. Here's T.I., Tom Izzo, at his press conference today. When you get upset once, it's uh, it's something you can learn from. And any time you get beat, you can. But when you get beat twice, I think the responsibility falls more on my shoulders. felt like we prepared very well for the game. Uh, we took three threes in the last 15 seconds because we kept getting the rebound and Game was over. We shoot over 50% from the field. The fewest turnovers we've had, 10. We, uh, we've been one of the best defensive teams in the whole country, much less the league, and we did not defend very well. And, and to be honest with you, the 51 free throws a team shoots, you can't defend that shot. The NCAA has made that illegal. You don't get to contest free throws. So a combination of, I think, poor defense, 
Um, I always told you and everyone else, I tell my team all the time, the way you get upset is team makes a lot of threes or you put them on a line and you get yourself in foul trouble, and we did a little bit of both. It's my job to make sure a team respects another team. And um, by the way, we defended early and turned it over the first four or five times. Um, I do not think we respected that team like we should have. And uh, I didn't necessarily feel that way in practice, but I did feel that way sitting there. So I'm going to have to address that with our team, and, uh, and I will do so. And um, you hope to have a week like this to get better, and definitely we have to get better. And somehow we have to realize we're 19-3. and three. But I should have pushed this press conference off a day because I do feel miserable about it. I don't, I don't feel very, very good about uh, how my team played. And I don't think I can blame a player. I think I have to blame myself, even though I've been told never to do that. Um, it's my job. And I will uh, address it this week. We have a full week. Uh, we are giving them two days off yesterday and today because it's mandatory because we didn't take a day off last week because we had three games in that week. So it'll probably be good for the players to get two days off and they had yesterday and today. And then we're going to go at it for three or four days and uh, see if we can get a little more consistent. A couple things have really hurt us, the free throw shooting, which we've been so good throughout all the years and started this year and not shot as well lately, and I, th I thought a couple critical ones where we not only missed the free throw but fouled them after and didn't even get a chance to defend them. It was a strange game if you watched it closely, the way it was called, the way it went, the way it was played, and and yet you got to give them credit. Uh, as tough a season as they've had, they actually played very well. I'm that was T.I., Tom Izzo, speaking on the loss. Uh, yeah, it's a tough one. Michigan State, if you want to say falls to 19-3, 7-2 in the conference. And you look at the Big Ten Conference, Wisconsin, where'd they come from? 8-1, and one, tied with Purdue for the conference lead. And all of a sudden, they're the highest-ranked team in the top 25. Yeah, Michigan State, uh, they're number 10 in the nation. I'm surprised we're still in the top 10. Wait, weren't we like 7? Yeah, yeah, we're seven. Yeah. Wow, you're right. Wisconsin's we, number eight now. I thought we did more than that. Hey, that's not that bad. I'll take. I'll take two. I'll take still. Still in the top ten is pretty good. Mm -hmm. Where's Indiana at? Indiana's eleven. Eleven. Twelve. So uh, Indiana, they're at seven and one. Michigan State seven and two alone, third place right now. But we haven't gotten to a point where the Big Ten Conference title is without is out of our reach. It's it's easy for me to say this. Win out. And your champions. We're going to have to just about win out, though, because we have Win out, losses. and you have at least a share of the title. I mean, but look at this. If they went out, because they got Wisconsin once, Indiana twice, they've already beat Illinois, so even if they split with Illinois, if they went out, that means they beat Purdue again. Yes. So that means that Purdue's eliminated in case of a tie. You're right. You went out, the best you can do is tie with, I believe, Indiana. Or, excuse me, that, that's wrong. Wisconsin. The, Wisconsin, because right. you only play once. The best they can do is tie with Wisconsin. And we, you've seen it in history. There have been turning points in team seasons where they have losses like this, and we could say, "Oh, that well, it could have been the Iowa loss, and then we would have won out from there." No, you could. They could look back. The thing is, they have a week. You could say a week to dwell on this loss. They have a week to execute, a week to get better, a week to turn things around, smash the tapes, whatever. They have a week to turn things around, and hey, we have a tough road ahead, but it's winnable. We I mean. We've had two tough losses, and we haven't even hit the rough stretch of our season in the Big Ten yet, and that's that's a, a little worry for me. Oh, absolutely. The rough stretch lies ahead. We look Northwestern, and then we're at Purdue, at, at Indiana. Indiana. Penn State at the crib. That's going to be scary. Still got Wisconsin. Still Iowa got, at the crib. At Wisconsin. At Ohio State. And then at Wisconsin, Indiana at the crib, which is a nice sandwich game. Then ending the, the Big Ten season on the road at Illinois. Orange Crush. Ooh. Then at Ohio State. Ohio State looks vulnerable, though. Yeah. Of those of those remaining games, Ohio, I would be more worried about Ohio State than Illinois than Ohio State. Well, Ohio State beat Illinois in Champaign, so. My, I mean, so be it. Penn State had lost five games in a row before we played Six. them, so you know exactly. So they, losses mean nothing. To me. Exactly. This, the top the top of the Big Ten. It's, there's going to be a shakeup. Yep. I think it's going to come down to the final the final week of play. Yep. 
Purdue's going to lose again. Wisconsin's going to lose. Indiana's going to lose. Wisconsin's going to lose at Indiana. If they split, the best we can do, you know, we could still win that. Big so just just out. just watch, just watch how this all plays out. There's no team is going to finish the Big Ten season with one loss. I'll what, I'll losses? shave my head if fourteen and four. Yeah. I will shave my head if uh, if Wisconsin Purdue Indiana finishes the Big Ten season with only one loss. Not happening. That's the Big right. Ten is too good. You want to say inferior conference because all you do is beat up on each other? No, we're good. You know, look at the Final Fours of years past. At least two Big Ten Ohio teams. Ohio State, Ohio State, Michigan State, Illinois, Illinois in 05. Wisconsin. Devin Harris, I think, took his team to the Final yeah, Four. And then he went to the Speaking of the Mavericks, went to the Mavs-Pistons game yesterday. Talked to Mo Ager postgame. And we were just talking about the season, Michigan, how Michigan State's going along and you know, we talked about how they had to travel to uh, to Wisconsin. He said, "Boy, I don't think I won there when, when, <laughs> when we won when we went to Wisconsin." Not many teams have. That he said, "Boy, that is a tough place to play." But all things well with Mo Egger. Uh and you know he's not getting a lot of PT with the Mavericks, but he's buried on that bench. We'll see if he gets traded. Wouldn't mind that. Go somewhere where we can hoop. But good to see him play. The Mavericks got walloped yesterday, ninety to. 67, I think the final yep, score that was. That was the final score. Sheed had 22 or 24 or something like that. Sheed said to Dallas's bench during the game, I love Sheed. You can't stop me. I love it. I love it. That's very plaxico of him. You can only hope to contain me. You can't stop me. Check. Ball don't lie. Right. Uh, but we dominated inside against Penn State, so do not scold the bigs. Points in the paint was something ridiculous. 46 to 18. Get at, get at me, Dallas. G, Goran Sutan, 13-9. and nine. He's quietly about averaging that double-double, folks. His breakthrough game is going to be against D.J. White. And I'm saying that right now. I don't know how long until they play Indiana. You watch how well he balls against D.J. White. D.J. White has had some big games against Michigan State, especially last year. G rises to the occasion against big challenges. And you wanted to say something about Kalen Lucas. My thing is this. In the, in the Drew Knight's freshman season, when they went to the Final Four, Chris Allen was a senior guard. He had deserved some respect. He deserved playing time. So be it. But got toward Chris the middle Hill. of the season. Excuse Chris me, that's Hill. not Chris Hill. Got toward the middle, toward the end of the season. Izzo said, this team is better with Drew Neitzel as a starting point guard. No knock on Chris Hill. Great player. Drew Neitzel should be the starting point guard. My thing is this. I'm not saying Neitzel shouldn't start, but I would rather the game finish with Kalen Lucas on the floor. Maybe they can go with the Travis Walton, Drew Knightzel, Kalen Lucas look. Kalen Lucas look. I know that's going small a little bit, but Kalen Lucas there. needs to be on the floor at the end of the games. He and Darrell Summers in the second half, with their ability to get to the hole and get some and ones, they got us back in that game. And I know that Kalen Lucas has had some great games against good teams like Texas. He had a good game last night. I think he had 18 points in uh, Penn State. He needs to be on the floor in the fourth quarter. If Drew Knightzel was shooting two for ten, I know that's your guy. But you got to keep Kalen Lucas out there. Kalen Lucas, 18 points, 7 assists, only 1 turnover for the freshman. What more do you want from a guard? Thomas, Just to, to check a little bit. Go ahead. Tom Lizzo's <laughs> been saying he'd like to use Kalen you know, late in the games. He'd like to use him especially late in the shot clock, you know, run the clock down, you know, get those, get that time off the clock. And you know what? Why don't you do some strategic sub- substitutions, you know, put in Travis Wald for defense, take him out, put Kalen in for the offense. Just keep going. I mean, just do that. I, I'd really feel comfortable with Kalen Lucas out there on offense. Travis Walton, that shot that he hit the bottom of the rim under the hoop, I mean, he has no business taking that shot. He got that stuck. He got stuck. That was Jamal, go ahead. Jamal, go ahead. Now, you're right. The season's nowhere near over. I'm not knocking him out. No, it's not time to panic. Like I said, 17-2 and two, or whatever that, 19-2, 19-3, that's still a great record. So I'm not saying we need to completely overhaul. But t- let's let's tweak some things. Let's see how Kalen looks in the at the end of the second half on the floor. If it doesn't work, bring back Drew Neitzel in and let him run the show. But all I'm saying is let's let's get the freshman involved because there were times when the play clock was running down, the ball ended up in Lucas' hands. He turns to Izzo like, what's the play? Izzo just gives him away, says, go ahead. He penetrates, finds Chris Allen in the corner, wide open three. Or Darrell Summer, excuse me, wide open three. Boom. He can get in there and make things happen. So I'm not saying keep Drew Neitzel on the bench. I'm saying Lucas has to play more if he can check people like you said. If you are at Goodrich's ShopRite in East Lansing and listening to this show, we thank you. I just had to put that out there. It just crossed my mind because I know some people that work there, and they say we listen to the show on Mondays. The whole grocery store does. So Goodrich's, what's really good? If you're listening tonight, we appreciate it. You folks over there at Goodrich's in East Lansing. Uh, But the 51 free throws that Penn State shot against us is a record for an opponent. Just to show you how large 
historically, that number is. I like your guys' creativity with the thoughts on Kale Lucas and uh, Michigan State's lineup. I talked about, after the Iowa loss, about the free throws. You know, that was a free throw game, too. Talk, I talked about the 05 Michigan game. Yeah. Right there. There, there it's it is. It's even worse. Two losses in the Big Ten have come for free throws. I know you can't point to that, but it's No, it's, it's, un- it's unfortunate when things like that are out of your control. They've all yep. been road games. Yep. They've all been road games. It doesn't happen to us at home. Tom Izzo will fix what is in his control. He's got a week. And he's got a week to do. And I think he will. And uh, I'm sure the Big Ten office is receiving complaints about the officiating. Uh, I'm not encouraging that. But next week we are giving away two sets of two tickets each to Michigan, Michigan State Hockey. And don't forget, February 11th through the 20th, we'll give away two tickets each day during the weekday top five. So Michigan, Michigan State Hockey at the Joe. In Detroit, it's past 8 o'clock. You've been listening to WDBM Sports here in East Lansing. Next up, Jeff Shelp and the Jazz Spectrum. Uh, for Jamal, ABC, Spencer, Ray, his birthday's in two weeks, Mara, and Pavel, if it wasn't for you, we couldn't talk hockey on the show. <laughs> Kaufman, I'm Dan Duggar. Thanks for listening to my show. Truly appreciate it. Have a great rest of the week. This has been the Spartan Sports Rep. You've been listening to the Spartan Sports Wrap on Impact Exposure. Tune in every week for more of the greatest sports information, news, and analysis. Here and only here on Impact 89FM.